Matthew here with the Tractor Beam Comics Review on the Ion Cannon Podcast, part of the Star Wars Underworld Podcast Network. Got two books for you this week. Bounty Hunters number 31, written by Ethan Sachs, art by Paolo Villanelli, cover by Giuseppe Camincoli. The shocking conclusion to the Battle on Bestine, this is called, also called the Bedlam on Bestine, number three. Balance is out for revenge against Darth Vader. Can Tonga and her team save their fellow bounty hunter from a fatal confrontation? And will Vakora survive the assassins, throwing the underworld into chaos? Gotta say, this was an actually pretty funny issue. Uh, both these issues in this kind of interlude, sort of biding time to get to uh, the end of Hidden Empire and, of course, Return of the Jedi. But, yeah, this confrontation between Valance and Vader, you know, it, it goes uh, kind of surprisingly. You know, I was surprised at how much Valance could hold his own. But, you know, it goes to show he's also a cyborg. He also has pretty strong, tough metal in his body. Um, and, you know, so cyborg on cyborg, it, it can kind of work out. I mean, I wonder, you know, it makes me wonder, Valance versus Grievous, what would that have been like? Vader versus Grievous. I mean, Vader would have, would have schooled him. Vader, of course, has the power of the Force. But, yeah, Valance holding his own, especially including with all his rage and seeking revenge. And then, of course, uh, the Edgehawk crew is able to come and save him. Tonga is able to yank him out. Kind of like how uh, Seer is able to get Cal out of, uh, out of the, the Citadel on Newer. Um, so, yeah, pretty funny. Then moment after with Skier being wanting to kill him, the throwback to issue number three of this run, which I only vaguely remember, I'll, I'll admit. Um, but, yeah, uh, also interesting there to see how much... Tonga and Valance, they've been fighting each other or are building up to this conflict. Then in the last issue, Tonga or someone actually um, tells Valance the truth that uh, the, the Empire killed his family and or he discovers that truth. Um, yeah, and then of course he's now part of the team. She actually has the sense of loyalty to him. Uh, we'll see how, how that plays out. Ultimately, again, with Skier wanting to kill him. The plot point with uh, blanking on the, his lover's name, um, that plot point, the Imperial officer, who also has some cyborg parts. But in order to uh, prove herself to Vader, she has to shoot Valance. Of course, she doesn't kill him. She kind of lets him go. Similar maybe to another Vader story with uh, uh, Jewel Tambor, how, how Sabe lets Jewel Tambor go. I wonder if that's partly what's happening there with, with this imperial officer who clearly has some regrets some haunting ghosting regrets about potentially shooting uh this guy she's been interested in she's been into so um yeah th this is coming to an interesting conclusion i don't know if any of these stories are all that big scale and that may be one of the kind of what's happening here um issues but little plot points uh shout out to Star after Chris Abbott having having this interesting theory that that Valance is the one who he knows of his recordings, Imperial recordings, he knows about the second Death Star. He is he the one who brings knowledge of the Death Star, second Death Star, to the Rebel Alliance. It's possible. Uh, we know Edgehawk crew is with Crimson Dawn, and so let's go from Crimson it's a bit of a leap, maybe from Crimson Dawn to the Rebel Alliance. We know Kira and Leia have been in cahoots somewhat via via Emma and Holdo, who we will get to in a second. <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, uh, it's an interesting theory. I mean, we'll see just how significant or not this Bounty Hunters run will be. Uh, the Vakora plotline, Vakora storyline, again, kind of picking up on loose ends a little bit. That does tie in much more to the the Hidden Empire, Crimson Dawn, Crimson Reign saga, um, of course, because Cadelia is the rightful uh, the rightful heir to the Unbroken Clan, not Vakora. And so uh, people plotting against these these guys plotting against Vakora, who she sees them on her feed, her security feed. So there's a confrontation that's coming up soon. Yeah, this this whole run, it's you can see the the strands getting pulling together. All these strands, with of course Tonga and the Edgehog crew, and Valance and Vukora, all coming together, coming to their end goal. Uh, with of course Hidden Empire coming to an end, leading into whatever that big summer event is. Probably uh, time just right for the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. We shall see, we shall see. All right, ongoing, Star Wars ongoing, number 31, written by Charles Soule, art by Andres Genelet, and cover by Steven Segovia. Luke Skywalker, Leia Organa, and an elite rebel, elite crew of rebel heroes are lost in the farthest reaches of no space after a mission gone wrong. A desperate maneuver is their only chance to find a way home, but what will it cost them? Again, a fun little interlude is, is the best way I can describe these issues. Um... This kind of detour that our main crew have. Of course, Han's in Carbonite on, on Tatooine. But a little detour the, the rest of the main crew have. Um, in this this kind of pocket of history that is from you know the end of, say, High Republic Phase 3 or whatever to this point with this uh, this Keseret colony that um, confronted the Nile were maybe driven off by the Nile, probably had some connection to them. Clearly, they come up on no space. And clearly something about the path drive that is in Holdo's ship that is a key to them getting home. Really fascinating then to see this later history of the Nile. We still don't quite know what happened to them. But of course, Charles Soule has to, has to bring them in, tie them in somehow. Uh, yeah, really really intriguing example of how people kept alive faith in the Jedi and hope in the Jedi with this belief that uh, this kid, the, the belief that the kid has that a Jedi will come and save them. Almost this, this little prophecy in microcosm. Um, I'm always going to be for that. That's always going to be interesting. Again, an example of the type of thing people believed about the Jedi over the centuries and, even if they're, if this is kind of like, like Freetown in, uh, like Cobb Vance Freetown in, um, the Aftermath trilogy, uh, this Kizarat colony, it's, they're, they're rough, they're strict because they're under this very strict scarcity of no way out, trying to find limited, you know, have limited, uh, agricultural strains to, to be able to actually eat and live. And, um, so having to be, ruthlessly efficient with that one last thing i will say uh, or two last things i'll say again another shout out to chris abbott star after wondering if the path drive is somehow connected to luke's lightsaber i don't know um second thing i will say is i i got a comment on, on the face sucking <laughs> between holzo and lando um normally i'm kind of skeptical about that kind of thing i think oh that's rushed or whatever this one i didn't mind either um 
given what we know about Holdo and Lando, Holdo, you know, having, having her little, little moment with Poe in, in The Last Jedi, Lando having his moment with Leia and everyone he meets, um, you know, he has those moments. So if the two of them are stuck together in a room with nothing to do, you know, that, that, that makes sense. I'll just say that. So that'd be funny. I don't know of anything. I doubt anything will come of that emotionally, relationally, but you never know. That'd be fun. little strain for some author, some artist, some writer, whoever to pick up. Maybe, 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 probably not, but maybe, uh, is, is, I don't know if I forget in, in shadow of the Sith who, uh, Lando's daughter's mother is, I don't know. But, you know, it's the, that is a necessary step into having, you know, not necessarily could adopt, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see if anything relationally comes with this. I doubt it somehow, given, given given the way these characters are. But you never know. Could be could be interesting. I, could, I think it could work. The two of them, maybe not. Maybe they're a bit too uh, disaster. You never know. So we'll see. Uh, but for now, that is what the tractor beam dragged in this week. Let me know what you thought of Valence's confrontation with Vader or the OT, the original trilogy gang, being stranded in the Kazarat colony. Let us know on Twitter or Instagram at Iron Cannon Pod. Next week, we are going back to Dalna with Higher Public Adventures The Nameless Terror No. 1, written by George Mann, art and cover by Eduardo Mella and Ornello Savarese. We got a more younger, more younger Dooku content. More younger. I can speak English. More young ish Dooku content with Yoda number four. I guess he's a knight at this point. Uh, writing duties now taken up by the excellent Age of Republic's Jody Hauser. Art continuing to be by Luke Ross and covered by Phil Noto, respectively. And we have Afro number 29, as always, by Alyssa Wong. According to Previews World, Natasha Bustos is taking over art and Emanuela Lupacino with the cover responsibilities. Pop by your local comic shop for physical copies of the books I reviewed today or digital is more your speed then click the links in the description below as always please like and subscribe to the star wars underworld youtube page follow us on spotify and apple podcasts and on twitter and instagram at ion cannon pod keep it locked on the full iron cannon podcast live on that star wars underworld youtube channel on our ion cannons twitter and twitch underworld facebook underworld twitter all over the place this and every monday at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern then right here on spotify and apple podcasts until then happy reading